Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. some point in life, the tables turn, the good guy wins, the fat kid marries the prom queen. Sometimes bringing a knife to a gunfight is just enough. Sometimes you show up to your annual doctor's appointment wearing the lightest clothing you can find and you can show the overweight doctor himself that you lost three quarters of a pound. The fact that you didn't wear underwear probably puts you over the top. Or in this case, it puts you under the limit. Sometimes a middle finger is all that needs to be said. And sometimes, after months, and months, and months of waiting, sometimes something happens. Something you never thought possible. Something you thought could never happen again. Even though you got used to the fact that this something would never return, this something shows up out of nowhere and once again completely disappoints you. Just like your best friend in high school when you tried to get him to talk that blonde in Spanish class to accept your many proposals of a date to the Whataburger on 34th and Bell Street. Disappoints you like that time you went to your doctor's appointment for your annual checkup and you forgot to not wear your underwear, thereby putting you over the limit on your weight gain for the year, thereby getting the Dr. Phil speech about eating too many deep fried chocolate pickles every weekend. Just disappointed. Now you are not utterly disappointed because that something that almost completely disappointed you did actually show up. Just not in the way you expected. And let's be honest, you weren't really expecting much to begin with because just like that best friend in high school that disappointed you so many times in the past, you weren't really surprised that he disappointed you once again. I mean, after all, he did wear a fanny pack to school up to and including sophomore year. That's right, your bro was the player of all players, a wingman you nicknamed Goose. Why? Because every time you sent Goose out on a mission, he would always eject too soon and snap his neck on the canopy of the plane and always ending up making Meg Ryan cry like a baby. But let's be honest, you were no Maverick either. You were an even cougar, where every time you tried to land a chick, you would start thinking about your wife and kids and nearly wreck a $30 million aircraft on the deck of the aircraft carrier commanded by Marty McFly's principal from Back to the Future. 
but we've gotten way off topic here. So what is that something that happened? Well, if you haven't guessed it already... It rained! That's right. The streak is dead. The streak is over. No more counting. No more trying to look back on last week's episode to see what number we need to count back from. That's right. The rain has arrived. How much do you ask? Well, let us let me look through the records here. Oh, I know. Hold your caps, folks, because it rained at our farm six one-hundredths of an inch. That's right. Six one-hundredths of an inch. The drought buster of all drought busters. Even Noah was shaking in his sandals when he heard this rain amount come in. That's right. He said, screw it. You're going to need three arcs to get through that damn flood. That's right. That's right. Noah, he was the captain of the first aircraft carrier ever commissioned. And he, even he, with God's intervention, said, that's beyond my will. That's beyond my school of work. I don't know how you're going to motorboat your way through that wet river. <laughs> I guarantee you more people have drowned motorboating a pair of bee cups than they have going down the, a flood of six hundredths of an inch of water. <sighs> I, I can't believe I completely forgot to introduce this podcast, but I thought after uh, what we got up to like uh, last week was 160 days without measurable precips, so it rained yesterday, so that means we got to 166 days. But now, like I said, the streak is over. But what is the podcast that you're listening to right now? You're probably wondering, who the hell's talking about motorboating a pair of bee cups? Well, that'd be me, and I'm Brent Carlson. And this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, since we're into the midway part of segment one. And uh, no Landon this week. Apparently, Landon's got a kid, and apparently Landon's got to play softball on Tuesdays. So, uh, Landon, if you're out there listening to this, which I know you are, expect a doc in that paycheck that comes in the mail next week. Of course, you and I both know that that won't be much of a cut for anybody. But yeah, so we're here. We are a little wetter than we were two days ago. Like I said, six one-hundredths of an inch of precip. Not even a tenth. Not even three-quarters of a tenth of rain. And here in a minute, we're going to get into just what constitutes six one-hundredths of an inch of rain, down to the gallons. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. But no, we're with the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and uh, we know you're going to follow us on Twitter. It's at Trader Brent. And uh, at Trader Brand, and I never can remember Landon's. I think it's No Twit Landon forty four, maybe. I think that's it. At No Twit Landon forty four. I kind of envious of his Twitter handle, but uh, but yeah. So he's not here this week, so it's all me. I'm going solo. And uh, yeah, follow us at uh, or find our podcast at all the different places that uh, do podcast: uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. Yeah. So it rained. That's right. Hey, don't forget to look at our website: drylinefarmerpodcast.lipson.com and. Uh, Hey, if you've got any suggestions or if you've got a comment, email us. It's the Dryline Farmer Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We don't have our own domain name, so we're still using a Gmail account. But the Dryline Farmer Podcast at gmail.com. So, real quick, an inch of rain, okay? What is an inch of rain? So, since we're all farmers here, or a lot of us are, we always go by the acre and uh, how much everything costs per acre, whatever thing goes into an acre. Well, if you get an inch of rain, okay, I'm going to pull my calculator up here so that if you hear me typing, that's that. Okay, if an inch, if you get an inch of rain on one acre, that's 27,154 gallons. Now, let's multiply that times 27,154 times 0.06. 
That's 1,629.24 gallons in an acre. If you Doesn't that sound like just a massive amount of water? 1,629.24 gallons per acre. You can do anything and everything until you really think about what it's really not. Because as we all know, a acre, an acre is 43,560 square feet. And if you put 1,629 gallons on one acre of feet, which is 43,560 square feet, you will get 0.0374 gallons per square foot. Massive amounts of water. Serious floodage. Serious runoff. We're talking major problems in the farming sector of the Texas Panhandle because 0.0374 gallons per square foot is more than we've gotten in 165 days combined. Just to tell you, so winter's over, spring is here. Just to tell you how much we didn't get, okay, we got zero precipitation. We didn't, the most precipitation we got was frozen fog falling on the ground. That's right. The most precipitation we had for an entire season of the year was frozen fog. I, it was always pretty funny because the highway department, every time there would be a forecast that would come out and you know uh, predicted a little ice, a little snow, man, they'd come out there with those uh, um, de-icing deals they'd put on the highway. And man, of course, it never did do anything. And those like little lines of de-icing stuff would like last for six months. Or not six months, but maybe you know the whole winter anyway, because you know they never got they never got soaked up by any precipitation. But uh, we don't mean to be bitching here too much, and uh, you know we're obviously thankful for the rain because we know some people that just still didn't get any at all. But uh, you know we want to say we're thankful and uh, for that, and we just hope more comes. And we're actually pre-watering right now, and uh, we'll start hell we'll start planting corn here in about two and a half three weeks, which is unbelievable in itself. But uh, so we started out this uh, whole. This episode is episode 19 of the Dryland Farmer Podcast with a little rain report, even though we know that's not good. That's not really, you know, original content, but we thought we'd spice it up a little bit with a little dramatic music. But uh, today we're going to have Radar Ricardo. That's right. He's coming back. He's going to give us his Radar Ricardo report. And um, new sponsor this week, it's... Well, I tell you what, we're not going to introduce it. We're just going to let it play, and uh, we'll let you decide... It's a uh, it's a good product, and um, once again, though, it kind of made Radar Ricardo. It made him a little bit, maybe a little bit uncomfortable. But uh, like I said, he always follows through, and he does it reluctantly. So he's he's a good fella, and we like him. But so we'll have those two. We'll have the sponsor and Radar Ricardo, and then we'll be back after that. From the producers of your favorite daytime miniseries, Utter Butter, we bring you the Bone Cannon with Jack. Jack is your special superhero who brings you safety and heroics every Friday night. That's right, Friday nights, it's TGI Friday. Right after your local news, it's the Bone Cannon, where Jack takes on the city and saves the entire human race with one swing of his Bone Cannon. The Bone Cannon, watch it every Friday night. 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio bringing your oh, Dryline Farmer podcast weather update. Oh, don't look now, Picha Cabron. 
Because look outside your window, man. It's all rainy looking. It's all cloudy and misty. I know you took your boys. I know you took your little niños to the school this morning, Michael, and you got your uh, window windshield like all wet. But yet, your uh, windshield wipers wouldn't work because it's like all, it just like smears it all over the window, Michael. I know how it goes. Hey, you know, it doesn't rain enough, you know, to make it wet enough to make them clear right. So you have to like run the little watchers, you know, to make it all clean. But yeah, you know, this first world problems, you know, that's why I left. That's why I left Mexico, huh? Nah, nah. Well, back in here in the good old U.S. of A, cabron, I'm looking at today's forecast. Uh-oh, it's going to be kind of chilly. It's going to be all 45, but tomorrow, no worries, 61. And then by the weekend, man, it's going to be all in the 70s, 70, 76. And then on Resurrection Sunday, that's where Jesus comes back. That's right, it's going to be all cloudy and stuff, like only 57 degrees. But, you know, maybe you got to check the rain again, maybe. It'll be an Easter miracle, huh? That's what I'm talking about. Well, hey, don't you forget our sponsor this week. That's right. It's the Bone Cannon. Uh, I know what you're thinking, but it's not at all what you're thinking. Uh, 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 I had to get that two times in here today, Michael. Hey, the Bone Cannon, man. The Bone Cannon. It's like the club. Like the club for your car, but except it's for your tractor. Yeah, man. Ain't nobody going to steal your tractor this week. I know they called the, the sheriff's uh, like department last week. But man, they didn't have the bone cannon on the steering wheel, huh? The bone cannon. Your tractor will never be safer. Hey, this is Radar Ricardo, a de la serio. And back to you. Híjole, I got the wrong sponsor, man. It's not the tool, man. It's a sitcom. Man, what kind of crazy stuff is that? Pizza Gringo's always switching stuff on me. Hey, well, thanks a lot, Ricky. Good, uh, good sport as always. Well. Since we're uh, we're we're short one man today, we're short landing, um, and he's just starting to get on the ag Twitter. Well, he's not even on the ag Twitter scene. He's not even on the Twitter scene. He's on the he's on the up and coming, I guess, new and noteworthy. Well, we'll get him there someday. We're gonna talk ag Twitter. You know why? Because I had something all planned out for this second segment of the Dryline Farmer podcast. And who pops in? But uh, a few well-known names, or not well-known, I guess they're, I have to say they're well-known names. Some shark farmer guy, and uh, some stray cow lady. She's actually a pretty sweet old-looking gal. Got a cat with her, and her, in her picture, her, her, what do you call that, Stephanie? Uh, by the way, we're talking about at Surfing Kelpie. It's, uh, well, hey, before we get any further, we can't go any further without our, without our Ag Twitter theme music. Let's get after it. That's right. Ag Twitter, the bestest place in the whole wide world to voice your opinion on all things ag and all things ridiculous. Well, as I said earlier, I had something all planned out for the second segment of this episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. I did until I actually happened to open my Ag Twitter. Yes, there is an Ag Twitter site. It's called Twitter with a whole bunch of ag people on it. And uh, they were talking about, and I saw this story too, about this vegan deal. This guy, he cut this... um, restaurant up in like Toronto or something which I mean who cares about Canada but nonetheless he's got all these vegan protesters standing outside of his restaurant and uh, yeah they're protesting and they're all raising hell about how animals have rights and all this and that and what does he do he go gets an entire deer leg and just freaking chops it up and butchers it right there in the in the picture window and of course all these people lose their minds and their heads explode which you know their heads are exploding which i would think would be a kind of against animal rights and everything but nonetheless it's still a crazy story well i read in through this thread and of course you've got the shark farmer that's at sf28430 still hadn't changed that handle 
And I missed Stephanie Straycow. That's at Surfing Kelpie. I guess, does that mean, Stephanie, you surf Kel or are you a, is that a selfie Kelpie? I don't know. Anyway, they were talking about taxing, making a, a meat tax, the meat tax in Canada. That's right, taxing the meat that you eat. And, of course, I had to drop it and said, well, you know, I thought that kind of sounded like a good porno name for some up-and-coming, you know, guy that's already strung out on cocaine and meth. Call him the meat tax. And between the meat tax and uh, our commercial earlier in this episode, the bone cannon, uh, you know, Stephanie Strakeout thought this could be a whole new series. Well, this thing is like writing it for himself. All I'm doing is going down this thread. So Shark Farmer, he gets in here with his fancy meme with this morbidly obese dude freaking a, of course he's out of focus, and he's got like, he's got the, the meme, he's got boobs that they're not like, like they're uneven, like you see a dairy cow, they've got like the really bad bag, like the front two quarters are good, but the back two quarters are like pointing east and west, like out towards the back legs. And then you've got that one little dude that's kind of pointing back towards the back that's not any good. And then, so, Stephanie gets on a shark farmer, and she says, that's not meat, and then he says, don't meat shame. Well, I had to look up what meat shaming was. Apparently, that's what they call it now, when you are about 15 years old, and there's a lot of meat shaming going on, especially during long showers for teenage boys. So, uh, yeah, I have to I have to complain to this whole thread and say, you know, I'm trying to record my damn podcast right now, people. I've already got a subject, and I don't need to be wanting to do another topic while I'm doing another topic. So I just said, what the hell, I'll just do the topic I want to do at the moment that I'm doing it. And, of course, I get the whole, uh, Stephanie, I'm thinking you're woman-splaining to me now because she's all like, so you can't do more than one at a time? And I'm like, well, I guess I can do Tax the Meat for segment two. And, of course, that's how we're here. And that's why we're here. And then, apparently, I thought, you know, I always thought I kind of got, you know, all the jokes and all the subtleties. And apparently, when she when she was talking about doing more than one thing at a time, I thought she was talking about me not being able to want to do one topic while I'm actually doing another topic. Apparently, she wasn't talking about that. She was getting all, well, at least the shark farmer said she was getting all dirty. And she wasn't talking about subjects. I'm like, yeah, well, that's your thought, Yankee, Yankee farmer. But anyway, so that's where we got to this. It's meat, the tax meat, the meat tax, that's right, the meat tax, and bone cannon. How, how more appropriate can you get to that? I really hope everybody on a treadmill is listening hard right now, because chances are, if there's a guy that's running really, really hard next to you, there might be some... <laughs> Might be a bone cannon wiggling around over there, so don't look to your left and don't look to your right, because it's all downhill from there, my friend. But nonetheless, so if you're on the treadmill, just keep your eyes forward and looking at Fox News, because there's really nothing to see on your left or your right. But so here, we're going to have to do a little, we're going to have to take Stephanie's, we're going to have to take at Surfing Kelpie's little idea of making it a whole series, and give you a little synopsis of what we think, actually me, since Landon didn't decide to show up to work today what this whole series would be about. And no, we're not going down that dirt road that you want to, all you foul-mouthed, foul-minded people out there in the Twitter universe. It's going to actually be a whole, well, it's not going to be a wholesome series, but it will be, you know, I would say TV, okay, I'll probably be TVMA, but TV14 to be at the very least. So here is our version. 
here's our what our series is going to be. When you combine characters known as the Bone Cannon and Tax the Meat. Actually, Bone Cannon will be the main character and Tax the Meat will be the name of the episode. So without further ado, here we go. Tax the Meat. Just a good old boy who has a toy. He likes to play with from time to time. He brings it home and sings a song with his wife named that is Shannon. He says, honey, come over and see my favorite tool, the bow cannon. Jack has a secret. It's not a scary secret or anything. It's just something that makes him smile and that makes his wife smile every weekend. It's not what you think though. It's a superpower. That's right. Jack's superpower makes him a superhero. He doesn't need a cape. He doesn't need a mask. He's got the bone cannon. That's right, every weekend, every Friday night, you can watch the bone cannon. You can watch Jack take Dallas. That's right, you can watch, you can watch Debbie take Dallas, but only if Jack's on call. That's right, this family man Jack is a wholesome, lovable husband all six days of the week. But on Friday nights, he pulls out his bone cannon and takes the bad guys down. He will be playing every Friday night, especially this week's episode, Tax the Meat where Jack pulls out the cannon and knocks down every piece of sad meat in the place and slaps a big old tax on it with his bone cannon superpower. That's right, the bone cannon. Every weekday, he's a good old husband, and every weeknight, he's a good loving husband. But Friday nights are his time to shine. He pulls out his bone cannon and goes to work. The bone cannon every Friday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Don't miss Jack and his big bad bone cannon. Well, there you have it at Surfing Kelty, Stephanie Straycow and Mr. Shark Farmer, the bone cannon. You asked for it, and even if you didn't ask for it, you got it anyway. You fit it into our Ag Twitter segment. I guess I'll just have to talk about what I was going to talk about when I talk about it next week in next week's episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. And if Landon's back, great. And if he's not back, even greater. I didn't miss him anyway. But hey, you get it, you ask for it, and I deliver. That's right. The Dryland Farmer Podcast. You never know what you're going to get. You don't even know what you're going to get in the Ag Twitter segment whenever it rears its ugly head because I get distracted easily and I get distracted often. So, until next time, we're going to come back at you with another episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Be sure to follow us at Trader Brent and at Land at No Twit Landon 44. Give him a follow. He needs one really bad. The Dryland Farmer Podcast, where we ask you each and every week, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by 
the Bone Cannon. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018.